We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, welcome into Candlestick Chronicles, a 49ers podcast on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. I'm Kyle Madsen. I write about the 49ers over at NinersWire.com, part of the USA Today Sports Media Group. Joining me now, the world's foremost, foremost Demonis Bonus expert, Chris Biederman. And we're <laughs> going to talk about the 49ers. Uh, they know who they're playing in the divisional round. They will be hosting the Green Bay Packers after the Packers upset the Dallas Cowboys. A shocker that the Cowboys and Mike McCarthy fell apart in the postseason. We'll talk about that. And what to make of this Rams-Lions game, which is going as we are recording. So we will do all of that. But first, we got to tell you about the homies at Lamb Chops. We love Lamb Chops. Been wearing my Lamb Chops hoodies. I've been sitting around the house a lot over the weekend. And it's been all Lamb Chops, baby. Just so comfortable. I've got my, my, my sweat shorts on right now with the zippered pockets. So if somebody happens to break into my home... <laughs> tries to pickpocket me in my own home they have no chance thanks yeah, good luck good luck whoever that is <laughs> uh, i was on i was on seven flights from monday to saturday uh and i was rocking the lamb chops ash gray hoodie uh on every single one and got, nice. a, got a lot of compliments on on the lamb chops hoodie um super comfortable obviously a little bit oversized uh just like the perfect the perfect weight uh, to yeah. be wearing, to be wearing while traveling, planes can be a little cold, but you don't want something that's a little too warm, right? You don't want to be sweating in your seat and have to like awkwardly take your take your sweatshirt off while you're on the plane because you got people around you. Uh, just super comfortable during my travels. So special shout out to Lamb Chops for uh, for hooking it up that way. SGLambChops.com is the website. Candlestick twenty is the promo code. Get twenty percent off your order today. We also love Cooperage. Shout out to Cooperage Brewing, the home of the Candlestick Chronicles Hazy IPA named after this podcast, not vice versa. We love Candlestick Chronicles <laughs> Hazy IPA. Well, in the podcast, but more the Hazy IPA from Cooperage Brewing. We love all their beers, though. My buddy Tommy, uh, Tommy Call, shout out, a contributor at Niners Wire, went to a local bottle shop. He lives up in Santa Rosa, and he went in, and he took a photo of the the rack of candlestick chronicles that they have in there and it was sitting on top of some keg slayer and mm. i loved the symbolism of that being a real 1a 1b thing <laughs> just yeah. just an elite an elite lineup that's like that's like having trent williams and george kittle on the left side of your line and just deciding mm. we're going to run that direction yeah when you have when you have candy cron and uh 
and Keg Slayer it, up there. It, one, it's two the Kittle use check combo block. Mm, yep. Equally as effective. Or the Charlie Werner. No. Mm. Okay. Mm. All right. No, no, no. It's fine. That's fine. Underrated <laughs> run blocker, Charlie Warner. You know, like, <laughs> but our beers, I, I think our beer is properly rated. Like, uh, people think very highly of it. I don't no, think I agree. Underrated. I agree. Uh, Coopersbrewing.com is where you can order yours today. When you're 21 or over and in the state of California, they'll ship it right to your front door. You sign for it. There's 24 beers at your front door. Maybe there's one you like. Maybe you want to grab a mix and match uh, pack where you get a bunch of different kinds of beer in your case and you can try them all and then you can order a case or whatever you like. Do that today at coopersbrewing.com. All right, let's talk playoffs. Hey, this is George Kittle, and you're listening to Candlestick Chronicles. Dang, so we were sitting there talking, Chris, you you and I, we're sitting there talking about when we were going to pod today, and it's like, all right, well, if, you know, the Cowboys win and the and the Lions win, then maybe we push it because then then we're waiting until after Buccaneers-Eagles or, you know, well, well let's let's kind of see. And then the Packers just took care of it for us. <laughs> they, they, left, they left no doubt in their 48-32 win over the Cowboys in Dallas. So the 49ers are playing the Packers. That's what it is. There's no other scenario. It is Packers at Niners. Niners nine and a half point favorites on the opening line. That's a lot of points. That's um, a ton of points. So here, yeah, a, a few different thoughts. I think the Packers played a hell of a game. I think they deserve a ton of credit yep. for the way they played against Dallas. They were clearly the better team. Just like they, they felt much more prepared to go out and win. Like the the Cowboys. I don't know what it is about the Cowboys. I don't know if they are just consistently a team that um, buys into its own hype or if they're just if if Matt, if Mike McCarthy is just like that poor of a coach in the playoffs. But they are far too talented to be falling behind 27 nothing to a quarterback making his first start in the playoffs. Thousand percent, right? dude. Um, so I, I think like two On things the- are true. I think the Packers were were outstanding. Mm-hmm. And I think the Cowboys just completely rolled over and played a horrible, horrible game. And I'm fully, fully expecting those to uh, those who are listening on Monday morning on the pod feed or, or watching us on our YouTube channel on Monday. I, I don't think Mike McCarthy is is making it past his his morning coffee on Monday. Oh, I think I'd be, he's, I think he's going to get fired. Um, I think I think the Cowboys will want to hire Bill Belichick. I think they probably should hire Mike Vrabel. Um, or maybe, you know, Rabes, maybe. huh? I think they need a tough guy. I think they need like a tough guy who's actually been in it. Yeah. Who can like look players in the eye and hold him accountable because he's done it. Right. Like, I yeah. think there's a certain value in that. I think just like having a coach, you know, like Mike McCarthy was, was, is, was the type of coach who's you sort of respected like, Oh, cause he won a championship in 2010 with Aaron Rodgers. Like that's basically mm-hmm. ancient history. Yeah, that was and so the more long ago. the more recent history is they screw up and play down to their competition and commit a ton of penalties and make a ton of stupid mistakes yep. and lose a bunch of big games. 
and they they're good enough to have a nice seed have the number two seed in the playoffs but rarely are do they ever feel like a threat and as long as mike mccarthy's been the coach that's the way i felt about that team and that's borne out over time like my priors have been confirmed <laughs> like mike mccarthy <laughs> is is just not Dude. a playoff coach no matter how talented they are i can never trust them with mike mccarthy pulling the strings what did it did did it feel to you like when the packers made it 14 nothing it was over yeah it felt like the like everybody on the cowboys knew they were cooked because yeah, they look over to their sideline and it's mike mccarthy walking around over there and, and like you said going down 27 nothing and and here's the thing is is the whole thing with the packers was hey their defense is terrible their defense has yeah. not played well down the stretch and the cowboys had nothing for them until the end when the Packers just kind of took their foot off the gas. But the Cowboys for much of that game had zero for a bad Packers defense. And that's like supposed to be Mike McCarthy's thing. He took over the play calling. And they yeah. were ass in the biggest moment once again. And I, dude, I'm out on Dak, bro. Get Dak out of my face. That's fair. I, I just I I mean, maybe with a better coach. I mean, he has that Jason Garrett and, and Mike McCarthy. Maybe a better coach just unlocks him entirely. But man, he just is not the same guy in the postseason. Yeah. So like zooming out a little bit, I often think it's like lazy analysis to think like, oh, they just they just, they just thought they could show up and, and they would roll. Right. Mm -hmm. But I legitimately think that's that's been like the Cowboys issue in these big games. It's like, oh, don't, mm. we don't have to worry about the Packers. Like their defense is trash. We're going to we're going to throw all over them. Um you know, like our defense is good enough to stop this, this this young quarterback making his first playoff start. Like we're just going to roll these dudes and let's see who we get in round two. Like that is what the team looked like on the field. Like it looked like they thought they were just going to show up and win the game. And that's what makes the NFL so like so much different than all the other sports mm -hmm. within the like with the fact that it's just it's not a seven game series. It's one game like, yep. you, you know, there are a lot of NBA NBA series in the playoffs where it's like one team just like doesn't show up the first game. And it's like, OK, now the series started like the, the favorite got kicked in the teeth in the first game, but they still could win because they're the better team. You don't get that luxury in the NFL. Mm -hmm. And the Cowboys yeah. were playing like a team or looked like a team that just, oh, we're just going to roll these dudes. We're way better in the regular season or the two seed. They're the seven seed. Yeah. And like, that's honestly what it felt like. And man, like I. I was really impressed with Jordan Love. And and he I was legitimately awesome, man. I legitimately think as of right now, and maybe I'm prisoner of the moment, but I think Jordan Love is a quarterback that everyone thinks Justin Herbert is. It, like Justin he, Herbert might be the guy who who like looks like the ideal quarterback with his height and his strong arm and his athleticism and mm -hmm. whatever numbers you want to look at. But what's the guy ever won? Mm -hmm. And now you have Jordan Love, who's like got who's been red hot since Thanksgiving. He, had the, he talked about on the broadcast the entire day. Like he's been one of the best quarterbacks in the entire NFL, full stop, since Thanksgiving, since they went to Detroit and beat the Lions. And that just continued. Like yep. it was a combination of of Matt LaFleur getting guys open against that defense and Jordan Love hitting him. And it was Matt it was just a, a, a masterclass on, on all accounts. I thought Matt LaFleur is a really damn good coach, man. Yeah. He's he just out there. He's, he's just out there doing it. Um, yeah. Jordan love was awesome since week 11, 21 touchdowns, one interception. Yeah, man. No, 
He's uh, it made a couple of really good out of structure plays today. I was thoroughly impressed with with Jordan Love for sure, and that was one of the reasons I thought Dallas was could, could win this game. It's like, man, it's good defense. Dan Quinn's gonna have a plan for Jordan Love, and Jordan Love, you know, first he's been really good first playoff start, though. Like that's a little different. Nope, looked looked the same. Off platform throws, throws into tight windows. He was throwing the ball down the field. He was really really good, and, and the Aaron run Jones game looked is, awesome. Yeah, Aaron Jones is still good. Yeah, turns out. Um, Dallas had 37 first downs. They are the ninth team ever to have 37 or more first downs in a game, and they are the first one to lose that game. That's crazy. Congrats to the Cowboys. (laughs) Getting 37 first downs and losing. That is crazy. I'm pulling up the game book right now. I want to see how many of those first downs came in the second half when they were getting there, when they were behind. Oh, probably a lot of them. Yeah. So it was 27-7 going into halftime. Yes. And the Cowboys had this is 11. great. This is great content. They had 11 first downs in the first half. Okay. So the the vast 26 majority in the second half. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, man. I I I just I'm I haven't done a deep dive on the Packers yet to have to have a ton of of thoughts. It, obviously if they play like they did today on i'm guessing saturday we don't know when the niners game is but i think it's going to be saturday they'll probably be shocked if it's sunday (laughs) well it has to be saturday because the winner of lions rams is going to play the winner of the monday night game and they're not going to have a team playing on monday night turn around and play on saturday that'd be nuts (laughs) that would be nuts so the niners are going to be saturday niners packers will be saturday it just kind of depends on what what the time slot's going to be yeah i would imagine it would be the second game on saturday since it's yeah yeah probably that would be my that'd be my guess but i didn't i didn't think that like green bay was the team when when we went through like on the radio and said okay who do you who who do you think the niners will want to face and it's like well probably green bay they're inexperienced our defense isn't any good but then you watch them today in dallas and you're going oh well maybe green bay is a little better than i thought I don't know that that's true. Like sometimes the the underdog team with nothing to lose can be a little bit more dangerous than the known quantity. Yeah. I yeah, think there's an element true. of that with, with Green Bay. Like they can you know, we don't know what Jordan Love is necessarily. Like yeah. we know we know what that it's been it 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 was kind of a slow start and it looked shaky early on the season. But like the since November, late November he's been as good as anybody. So it's you know, I, I the Niners are going to be like you said, they're nine and a half point favorites right now. Niners should handle business, and yeah. it it won't it won't surprise me if the Niners win by double digits. But I do like this. This game was the type of game that changes my opinion of Green Bay because, like like you said, going into the game, you're like, yeah, like the the team you would probably want to play going into the playoffs would be mm-hmm. Green Bay. But after seeing what they did to Dallas, you're like, man, that's that's maybe a more scary oh. team than <laughs> yeah. than initially thought. And now I'm like, you know, it, it would be like the Lions might end up getting the better draw here if they win, or the like if the Lions win. Well, I mean, if the say the Lions won and Tampa Bay beats Philly, like mm-hmm. you'd you'd be obviously the Niners have the advantage in getting the buy, but in round two, you'd be like, man, hosting Tampa Bay or hosting green Bay after what they did in Dallas. I'd probably rather host Tampa. 
Now let's pause the 49ers talk real quick and talk about our friends over at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in America. It is my favorite way to watch sports. It has greatly enhanced the sports watching experience, and I think it'll do the same for you to uh to earn earn a little cash. So join us on Prize Picks. I'm telling you, it's not, and even like with basketball season, they do the specials leagues where they do like combo entries where it's like it'll be like Travis Kelsey and LeBron James, and it'll be more or less than 10 and a half combined three-pointers and catches. It's a really fun thing, and it's such a cool way to to enhance your sports watching experience. So definitely join me and Chris. We can help you out with that. Prizepicks.com slash candlestick. Use promo code candlestick for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash candlestick. Promo code candlestick for a first deposit match up to $100. You can do it on the web. There's an app. I use the app. Super easy to use. You're going to love it. Please join us at Prize Picks. Daily Fantasy Sports made easy. Yo, it's your homies Kyle and Chris for Lamb Chops. SGLambchops.com is the website. They are the official clothing brand of Candlestick Chronicles. And follow them on Instagram at SGLambchops because they have some really cool looking stuff that your bland ass boy over here is not very good at styling on his own. And so I pop over to the Instagram. I see how other people are, are dressing themselves in. Uh, maybe it's the, maybe it's the wolf shorts or the lion shorts, or maybe it's a pair of joggers, or maybe it's the ash gray hoodie that you and I love so much. And I, I base my outfits off of that. And it always makes me look dope, which is the single most important thing. And it's also comfortable. It's also high quality. Yeah. It's super stylish. They're conversation starters, honestly. They also have kids, uh, kid sizes on here too. Yes, that and is everything's correct. unisex. Uh, yes. We we should point out also. So, um, no matter if you're a man or woman, these clothes will look great on you, or a child, or a child. They have children's sizes and a lot of their <laughs> stuff as well. Use promo code CANDLESTICK20 today to get 20% off your order, or you can do it tomorrow or whenever. CANDLESTICK20 is a promo code any day of the week to get 20% off your order from sglambchops.com. Shout out to them. We really appreciate their support, and uh, we would appreciate it if you support them by going to sglambchops.com and ordering some dope, comfortable, high-quality clothing. Join the herd today. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, but... At the same time, talking to people who follow the Packers going in, it's like, I know who the Packers defensive coordinator is from people around the team complaining about him or people who follow the team complaining about him. Right. That's true, too. And I think you saw it towards the end of the game a little bit where Dallas kind of started moving the ball. And I think that was partly because Green Bay took its foot off the gas, but their defense is really, really bad down the stretch. So I think that's something the Niners will be able to take advantage of. And that's where you can flip the game script a little bit and maybe get them on their heels some. And they don't just, I mean, they got rolling downhill early. It gets 14, nothing that you can kind of pin your ears back and go at that point. Yeah. I think they took full advantage and Dak through the pick six, which really opened the floodgates. Yeah. I, I think, I mean, the Niners getting the buy, obviously that's a huge advantage. Yep. Within that, you potentially get Eric Armstead back. And mm-hmm. Armstead is sort of transformative for their defensive line, I would say. If he can be 95% of, of what he's capable of being. 
because yep. um, that, you know, Nick Bosa with some rest. You know, we haven't really seen like Nick Bosa. It didn't really feel like he was obviously good during the regular season, but it didn't feel like, wow, that was a dominant Nick Bosa regular season. Yeah, we didn't. Like, there were very there weren't a ton of games where it was like, man, Nick Bosa was the best guy on the field, which felt we felt like something we said regularly before this season. Right. But now you give Nick Bosa a bye week. There's th- like I'm open to the possibility of of this potentially being the best Nick Bosa that we see. Yeah. Right. Like, I don't think he's a worse player because he wasn't as dominant as he was last year when he won defensive player of the year. I just think for whatever reason, he, he wasn't as productive, but I still think he's perfectly capable. Like it doesn't seem like he's injured or there's like a reason, a real tangible reason for the, for the production being down Mm -hmm. other than, I don't know, maybe it just being one of those years, but I would think now, like, I don't think it's a coincidence. You might see hall of famer type stuff from Nick Bosa. Yeah, you'd hope so. Also, Eric Armstead has historically played really well in the postseason, yeah. at least the last couple. Yep. But when Nick Bosa specifically, I, I, I mean, maybe it is. It doesn't feel to me like it's a coincidence that I, he was he was excellent this year, but he was maybe a step down from DPOY level. Yeah. The year he missed all of the off season. Right. I, 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 I maybe that is a coincidence, but when you go man nick Bosa wasn't felt like he didn't really take over and dominate a game the way he did multiple times last year like well (laughs) i think we might we might see some of that we might see some of that in the playoffs now yeah um but no like i was you know and we'll see about jair alexander who, who tweaked his ankle injury um but you know i with like the feeling I get, like the big difference for me always between the Niners and Cowboys, aside from just having a lot more trust for, you know, in Kyle Shanahan than Mike McCarthy mm-hmm. is just like the Cowboys, like talking about sort of the front runner thing and, and them sort of showing up like, Oh, we should, all we need to do is just show up and we'll roll the Packers. Like mm-hmm. the Niners have been, and I've, we've talked about it a lot, but like the Niners have been on the doorstep of winning a championship with this core f- for so long now and these dudes genuinely feel like they want it so badly that no matter who the opponent is, they're not just going to be like, oh, all we need to do is show up. Yeah. And and we're just going to roll these dudes. Like, that's not how they play. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that there aren't too many games that they've had where I felt like they just like lack that mindset. Right. Like Trent Williams isn't going to isn't going to allow them to play that way. George Kittle isn't going to allow them to play like Debo Samuel, Fred Warner. Like these dudes always play with their hair on fire. Yeah, and it's dramatically different than the Cowboys, who just seem like, oh, we're just going to roll these bad teams at home and have really good numbers at home. But you know, when it comes to playing big games and against like top quality opponents and in the playoffs, they just they just don't have it. And the 49ers have like the 49ers yeah. have a much better playoff record. So, and they're undefeated at Levi Stadium in the playoffs since Kyle Shanahan got there. Yeah, four and zero by the way in their last four playoff games against Green Bay. Yeah, but so, they haven't they the haven't faced Jordan Love side. in any they haven't faced Jordan Love in any of those though. <laughs> yeah, they've only had to play against Aaron Rodgers. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, speaking of speaking of showing up against good teams, <laughs> the Dolphins and former 49ers assistant Mike McDaniel finished a year like one and six with a minus one ten point differential against playoff teams. Yeah, that's tough. Oof. I think they're better than that. Like I think I, I do too. I, they were I dude. Think, they were so beat up. Yeah, the injuries defensively were a real problem. Um, and I just 
their big issue to me was their offensive line, aside from the injuries. Yeah. I think their defense can be good enough for them to contend. I think Tua can be good enough for them to contend, but they need to like it feels like if Jimmy G could throw deep passes, that's kind of what you have with Tua. And we saw the 49ers yes. get to a Super Bowl, obviously, and, and a couple of NFC championship games with Jimmy G. Yeah. So I think Tua, like statistically, he can be a top 10 guy in any given season. Mm-hmm. When it comes to like winning a championship, I think you need a much better offensive line so you can like go somewhere and play in negative yeah. seven degree temperatures yeah, not- and, and win a game. Yeah, and I don't know how creative Tua is. So when you get him off his spot, yeah, I, I think he's just less effective. D'Amico yeah. Ryan's though, speaking of former 49ers assistants, holy shit. D'Amico can D'Amico can coach, man. There it's one of the I mean, it's probably the most impressive thing in the NFL this year. The fact that the Texans went into the season like the outside perception was this is probably a team that's that might pick in the top three again. Like they just don't have any talent. The recent history has been so abysmal. Um, they've had the the weird stuff with the front office. And then D'Amico comes in and they make the playoffs. And like it was, uh, I understand why the Browns were favored. Their defense was great all year. And Joe Flacco had been playing really, really well. Mm-hmm. And I know it's easy to say in hindsight now, but even like before the game, I was like, it's crazy that the Browns are favored. Yeah. In this game going on the road. Like we're giving, we're giving like five years of evidence that Joe Flacco has been absolutely garbage. Like we're throwing, <laughs> we're throwing that out because yeah. he's had a, because he's had like a pretty nice stretch here while yeah. he's thrown a ton of interceptions. And we're just being like, yeah. Oh yeah. The Browns are going to go win a road playoff game with Joe Flacco as their quarterback. Like, yeah. And then and we'd, pa- we'd watch D'Amico Ryan's got hired because he did things like put clamps on Aaron Rodgers on the road in the playoffs. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, there's pick, pick your awesome 49ers defensive game plan. Like he's there. And that's what he did to, to Joe Flacco and the Browns. And I the just... Texans, the Texans roster sneaky has like good players at a lot of really important positions. Yep. Yeah, like CJ Stroud is, is deep. CJ Stroud is obviously really good, but like you you have Will Anderson, an elite edge rusher who's young already. You have Derek Stingley, who's a really good corner already. Mm-hmm. Um, you have Laramie Tunzel, who's like an elite left tackle, right? Like they, awesome. if you if you just like look at their roster and be like, where do you need to be good? It's like corner, they have Nico Collins, right? Yeah, Tank Dell when he's healthy. They Dalton have a good Schultz running back. tight end. Yeah, like you go up and down the list, you're like, yeah, Buckeyes legend good... Noah Brown. Yeah, you want you want good players at these positions, and the Texans have a lot of them. It's just it was so unexpected because of what the recent history's been. But D'Amico, D'Amico is that good. Like he is just that good. Yep. And CJ Stroud might might be like the best young quarterback we've seen in a while. He's he's the dude. <laughs> yeah. He's very, very good. Yeah, no, I I um I the more D'Amico Ryan's wins, the better. One like the AFC is so wide open, and we've seen Baltimore struggle in the playoffs in the past, despite going in with the league MVP and Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not calling it, but would it be absolutely insane to you if 
the Texans beat Baltimore next week? Are they for sure playing Baltimore? I believe so. Oh, oh yeah, unless the Steelers upset the Bills. Right, unless the Steelers upset the Bills. Which I don't think is going to happen. Um, yeah, no, I'm... I... I'd be pretty. I'd I'd be kind of surprised if that happened. Baltimore's really good, but yeah, Baltimore is really good. But it wouldn't be like it. It wouldn't be like one of those things. It, where, it wouldn't be like if the Steelers beat the Bills, right? Where it's like shocking. Yeah, I would put it about as surprising as the Cowboy as the Packers doing what what happened but like even still knowing what we know about the cowboys it's not entirely shocking like we were talking about it like early on in the game while the packers were on their first drive like are the cowboys gonna blow this is this gonna be one of those cowboys moments i'm not saying the, that the ravens are anything like the cowboys in terms of choking in the playoffs mm-hmm. i'm just saying like it wouldn't be that insane to me if houston went in and beat baltimore yeah and D'Amico just had a really good game plan for lamar yeah 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 no i no i okay yeah you're right i'd be about as surprised as the as the packers dismantling the cowboys that's fair yeah yeah uh how about hey you know what winner of the weekend real quick christian use man just big time dubs she i saw as of like earlier this morning she she gained over a hundred thousand followers on instagram jeez that's pretty, pretty nice. Sick. It's pretty sick. Did you see yeah. the story of how she got Taylor Swift that jacket? Uh, did do you know it? Because I thought it was she just because she sent um Brittany Mahomes a jacket yes. and then just just threw this one in the box. Yep, shot her shot. It's like maybe she'll wear it, and she did. Honestly, like there's such a there's such a market for like women's NFL apparel that isn't that looks different than what men wear, right? Like yeah. it would be really cool, and we're all for it. But it would be really cool if the NFL just like hired Kristen Uzcheck to like design stuff that they ended up, uh, they ended up like making on a broader scale. Dude, seriously, <coughs> she made they that. Literally, the, have... the the vest Debo was wearing last week, yeah, with the Purdy and the MVP things. That's a Kristen Uzcheck joint. Yes, she did one it's for really Simone cool. Biles. Um, really, really dope. Yeah, and there's probably no better marketing arm in like on planet Earth right now than having Taylor Swift rock something you're wearing or you you made. Yeah, yeah. like I saw that's, I saw that's, on that's like the biggest one you can get on outside Instagram. of we're, us wearing lamb chops on the on the pod. But well, that's second to Taylor Swift. I, we can we're humble enough to admit that we're okay. just a notch below right. Taylor. Fair enough. But um. But no, like GQ and USA Today and ESPN and like just about every single like mainstream Instagram feed was plugging Christian Uschek's jacket. Incredible. And Kyle Uschek's doing yeoman's work, plugging his wife's stuff. Find you, find you a a spouse or a significant other who's gonna who's gonna pump you up like that. I think that's dope. Yeah, he's a real one. Uh, now the second most famous use check, like you said, to ever be on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to I'll have to talk about it. I'll talk talk to him about that next time I see him. Dude, that's like that's honestly probably true, right? There are probably yeah. more people now who know Christian Uschek's name than Kyle Uschek. Yes, hundred percent. 
That's so wild. He's a fullback. No hate to fullbacks, but like eight-time Pro Bowler, like might go to the Hall of Fame. But to know like, who Kyle Juszczyk is, you got to be pretty dialed into the NFL. I think. Like my fiance and all of her friends know exactly who Kristen Juszczyk is, and I've probably never heard of Kyle Juszczyk. No chance. No chance. Which is fine. Yeah. Anyways. But no, I've, yeah, it's it's dope. I think the NFL needs to lean in. I have nothing else to say right now. Prayers up Fair. for Tyler Higby. Hopefully that injury wasn't too bad. He's got his uh, knee got, bent the wrong way in Lions. We race. got a, a third and 14. Matt Stafford looks like on the Lions 44-yard line, 417 we, left. Hey, we do not have express rate and consent from the NFL to broadcast this game, so we're not going to do that. I we're don't want to see just from just up, updating. the NFL. They're watching. I think we got a, we got a stoppage everything. in play. Um I need to get off this call with you yeah, before you're going this on next play news. happens. I am way behind. You're going on the local I'm also going on the local news. Message. Yeah, so shout out to you for that. Yeah. Thanks. They uh, they stopped inviting me once I... Anyway, we can talk about that offline, but they've stopped inviting me. Shout out to Jake Gatorman, my guy. Um, all right, get out of here. Uh, Niners Packers, most likely on Saturday. Uh, we appreciate everyone watching, hanging with us on YouTube. Um, and obviously wherever you get your podcast, subscribe, rate, and review, hit the like button. Um, and we'll talk to you guys later in the week. Preach.